Hello and welcome. My name is Sarah Brown and this is a series of Garden Organic interviews where we let our guests chat at length on subjects which are close to their hearts. Often the topic is too important or too riveting for us to press the edit button and in gardening terms you could say we're happy to leave their words unpruned. You may have heard this month's guest, Jekka McVicker, in the July podcast. There she talked about her long and glorious life growing herbs. In this interview, Chris and Jekka walk around her herb farm in the West Country. I don't know about you, but I've always felt I should grow and cook with more herbs. Jekka has 70 different varieties of thyme, and she has herbs from all around the world. Listening to this chat, I was not only inspired, but itching to get growing Sichuan peppers and Chilean myrtles. This is for the real herb aficionados amongst you. You'll also find some interesting tips on how to grow herbs as well. But before we start, I'd just like to thank our sponsors, Viridian Nutrition. Viridian are the leading brand of ethical vitamins. They are passionate about sustainably sourced ingredients and have one of the largest ranges of organic vitamins and supplements. For them, it's all about purity, potency and provenance, with every product containing only 100% active ingredients. Find out more at viridiannutrition.com. That's viridian with a V hyphen nutrition.com. So let's join Chris and Jekka in the greenhouse. Well, this Cuban oregano yeah, yeah. or sweet basil, oh, okay. depending which island you are right. in the West Indies. And then you go over to Malaysia and it's called Banga Banga. Right. But in Sri Lanka, this is a really, yeah, really yeah. important oh, herb. Yeah. They use it for children who've got coughs. Right. They use it medicinally. And we all have families, Sri Lankan families, travelling across England. To get this to plant. Get, get this plant for wow. Us, so, so they can make it into the spot It's actually medicine. a very beautiful plant as well. I recognise it yeah, now. You, I, you, yeah, you yeah. You recognise it much Because, yeah, you do. I've seen it quite tall as well, I yeah. think, in Sri Lanka. It's Plectranthus yeah, yeah. and Bonacus. Plectranthus, that's the word yeah. I was looking for, yeah. This, on the other hand, is my other real find. Uh, this, oh, it's got a lovely scent. This I kept bought the back, must be 40 years ago. Right. My mum used to grow it. This is Zatar from um, oh, the mountains. Lovely. I bought it as... I came over from Syria into Lebanon. Right. And that's when I first got it. That's quite time-esque, isn't it? And it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oregano, yeah, yeah. Syricum. Right. Very beautiful scent to that. Taste this. That's quite nice, that. What is that? That's a familiar taste. Yeah, I know. Go on, go on. Go on. Have another bit. I think it's amazing. Oh, and cucumbery? Yeah, or... well done. Yeah. <laughs> is it? It's a cucumber family. Is it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pentophyllum. Gynostemma pintophyllum, member of the cucumber family, tastes just like cucumber. I'll just describe it's, this. It's, 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 it's a vine, though. It's a vine, so it's a climber. It's a real climber. Is it? Like, okay. Will it go woody? Will it go perennial and woody? No, no, it's herbaceous. Ah, right. I mean, it'll grow up to my height. Yeah, right. In a season. And a leaf a day keeps old age away. Right, OK. OK. It's and like, so it looks a bit like um, like a path in a scissors, a Virginia creeper sort of style leaf, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, see, look at this. You can wow, see so it's tendrils as well. And it's tendril, that is amazing, because that tastes is really nice. They make, you can make a tea with that. It's called sweet vine as well. Sweet vine. And with, with that tea, um, that's really good as cleansing. It's better right. than um, ginkgo. Right? Yeah, really. And this, this is Ferula asafoetida. Ferula. Is it's it, it's the not, devil's not, dung. Is it? Oh, right, okay. And this, and this does what? It's, it's the root of this that is dried and used as a re, the resin is dried and it's used as a food flavouring in Eastern cooking. Wow, okay, right. Um, and that, is and, that medicinal it, as well? Oh, yeah, hugely medicinal. Um, but 
Yeah, so I, I have to be really careful about what I can say about medicinal. Sure. I'm not allowed to say so much because I'm not a herbalist. Yes, I understand. I'm just a herbalist. Yeah, you understand. But yes, it is medicinal as well. I, I, I don't think I've seen that before, and that's a new one on me, I think. I it's, think actually, it's actually, yeah, it's quite a nice looking plant. You could see that in an herbaceous border, couldn't you, really? Well, so, um, yeah, this is a Vietnamese coriander being hacked back to try and keep it under control for five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to show you. Look at that. Gymnanthus, what that's from seed. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I created yeah. the seed. And look at the germination. God, that's really healthy, that is, isn't it? From isn't the little that? from those little pods on the yes. on the shrub. Yeah. Oh, that is really good. I've never seen I don't think I've ever seen Tim Nathan's seedlings. Well no, I don't think many people have. No. Is <laughs> <laughs> this cardamom? That's cardamom, okay. So you just steam fish and chicken in yeah, it yep. and things like that. Oh that's delicious. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, that's got very, that is very um, oriental feel to it, this smell is, to it. This, is, this was my holy grail for a number of years to be able to grow this without heating. Oh, that's a lovely smell. Something like burnt... That's the curry leaf. Curry leaf, yeah. yeah. It looks a bit like roost, doesn't it's it? It was called Maria and they've just right. changed the Latin to burgundy. Oh, that is an amazing smell. And this is the tree fuchsia with the edible flower and an edible fruit. Okay. And this is, um, I went and worked in South Africa for a bit. Yeah. And this is one of the Zulu herbs. This is bulbine. Right. And uh, this is used to put on burns. It's known as the burn jelly part. Right. So it's like a natural and antiseptic or... No, it stops the blisters. Ah. It's also really good for cold sores in any of the herpes virus. Ah. So that's that. Uh, this is from... This is an oreganum. But this is from... Smell. Amazing. Oh, this wow. is from Cypress. This is the native... Uh, oregano of Cyprus. That's quite a unique scent as well, isn't it? All... Isn't it? And these, look at these babes. Aren't we clever? <laughs> this is capers. Ah, so again, you wouldn't see that normally, would you? Yeah. Is that, you know, that just... No, and, and, and you can eat the leaves, you cook the leaves. So the, the, so the, the, the capers themselves, is that is a fruit, is it, it? it? No, the caper itself is the flower bud. Ah, okay, before it opens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, I mean, you, who would, once you've seen it fly, <laughs> you could not ever not let it fly. <laughs> really? Isn't oh, that it's good? It's so beautiful. Really? Because you always, you, it's the sort of thing you associate with being in a jar in the cupboard, yeah. isn't it? And um, this is the mushroom plant. Taste that. Mushroom. Uh, that's uncanny. It just tastes exactly like a mushroom. Yeah, it's from Papua New Guinea. <laughs> that's outrageous. So this is a new variety of thyme that yeah. you, you've grown for the first time. I grew it from seed last year, so I've chosen the strongest ones. So you've got, so these are all in cells, these cuttings yeah. then? So in, these in, are all seeds. Now when I, this is something I developed myself and then I was told this is nothing new. When I, I propagate under mist and I've got a heated bench here and it's heated to halfway. Okay. And what I wanted to do was put my seeds and my cuttings on at the same time. I didn't want to, you know, because I've got things going through all the time. Yeah. And I worked out, if I covered my seeds in perlite... I see the perlite there, yeah. ...which is the white volcanic waste stuff, rather than the vermiculite, uh -huh. which holds water, this doesn't, the seeds I could have on at the same time as cuttings. Right, because you could do them side by side, basically. Exactly. Ah. So that's why, the, that's why you've got to go through. So you've got... Seeds coming through here. Did, it, did, it, did the Mickey light then stagger that? Did it? Was it the seed and the cuttings were, were different timings? Because no, of, what was happening was I was finding that if I, when I put it on like this, quite often it will rot if I, if I, ah. if, if they're on for any length of time. And by having a, a, a dry layer on the top, um, it's like having glass 
and it reflects right. the light, so we get really See, good germination. It reduces damping off, basically. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, exactly that's interesting. That. This is, I'm hugely excited. <laughs> uh, you've got to realise, this, this is, no, I can never say this word. Szechuan pepper. Szechuan pepper. I've heard of Szechuan pepper. Okay, xenotholium. Right, okay. So this one is simulans. Yep. Bigger leaf. And this one is the, that's this is the Japanese form. This is piperatum. Okay. Right. I mean that looks shrub-like to me. So you're taking them as hardwoods or? I'm taking the hardwood cuttings. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really chuffed. They're they're looking good. It's got a it. it's got a mighty spike on well, it. Wait until I show you around outside. <laughs> so these are my time cuttings. You were saying, you know, do I find I don't find they just take a long. Time right. So you to need to do. be patient with them. Yeah. Very yeah. patient. And how many types of time have you got here? Seventy-four. Seventy-four. <laughs> but but I also breed times. Right. So you're cross you're cross pollinating or no? Well, it's all by natural selection because I've got the herbetum outside. What I do is I'll notice if a seedling is growing differently, and uh, I'll watch it. And then if it has a different flower, I'll watch it again, right. and then I'll mark it. So no one else can notice, because otherwise I get stuff nicked. <laughs> and uh, then I will just keep an eye on it for the season. Then I will take cuttings of it. So it's almost like a sport in a way. Was that is it, exactly could, that? Right. It could okay. be a sport. It could just be uh, a seedling that's come up and just decided to do its own thing. It's crossed with something else of its own ilk. So it's like a natural breeding, like a sport, and then you exactly take cuttings. You propagate. So from I that. am. I will propagate the strongest sport. Wow. And what's interesting is um, Mick Crawley, Professor Mick Crawley from Imperial, has taken a number of my times and given it to his PhD students to find out what the DNA is. Right, so is genetically, that, that is brilliant. So, so I'm actually going to know who was the father of my father. <laughs> brilliant, that is brilliant. Uh, so here I, I practice a lot of different propagating techniques. So this is, again, the shashkan. Right. I know I can raise it from seed. So these were the seeds that sunk. And then on this side, these are the seeds. So, that... so, so you basically you put them in water and then... Yeah, seed, and these seed... are the ones that floated. Right. So you're um, trying both. Yeah, I'm trying both because I don't believe what they say. And I think these are doing really, really no, well. They look healthy enough. So, so the viability test of by throwing stuff in water is not always 100%. Exactly that. And then under here, because you have to have so many different techniques going at the same time. Yep. These don't like mist. So we have so under you, here... Oh, wow. So that's Oregonum dictamus, Oregonum Kemp Beauty. That's a beautiful plant, isn't that? Very downy sort of texture right. to that Oregonum. And you know my previous life, I was a pop rock chick. Yes, I've looked at my homework for you, yes. Okay. On, yeah. Right, so there I am, aged 17 and a half. I had a little row with the group I was in. OK. And um, I hitched off and I landed up on Crete. Okay. And I was busking away in this taverna, and I feel really ill. I mean, like mega ill with food poisoning. Okay. I was dying, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> you know, I was far too young to be well, halfway around. No one could and not find feeling me. ill, no one around and, and you. And no mobile phone, remember? Right. No so pretty phone. isolated then. Pretty isolated. Yeah. The taverna owner brought me up a cup of tea, and I started to feel better. Wow. And I, I lived on this tea for about three days. Then I was up and better. It was Oregonum tictamus. Wow. It was the Dittany of Crete, which has then become endangered in the wild. So wow. we, we grow it. So you're propagating here. it here and, 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 uh, yeah. and the public can pu the purchase public, it? Yeah. And that's Ozymanthus hookeri. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 The curacine bush. 
So these are these are pre- people pre-ordering, are they? they yes. Yeah. People will buy offers from all around the UK. We don't ship abroad. Right. So um, all, all in the in um, yeah. local in a way, I suppose. And do you get people? Sorry to interrupt. Do you get yeah. people who, who who buy from you because of private collections, private herb collections? Is that is that? No, no. We get people who want uh, for botanic gardens. Right. We get people who want it for hotels. Okay. Lots of hotels. Really? Yeah. We get people who want it who are doing um, uh, retirement homes. Right. Uh, People who want it for disabled children and aromatherapy and that kind of thing. And then I get landscapers who are now planting much more naturally and wanting to attract pollinators. Because as you know, and I know, the Lamiaceae family is one of the best families to grow if you want to attract bees, yeah. any of the pollinators. Yeah. I mean, the hoverflies around my um, mint in flower was just amazing. You know, when you hear there's a shortage of hoverflies, I, I said, well, come here. And apparently, uh, according to people who come at our open days, we've got 12 different types of bumblebee here. Wow. And we've got a very rare solitary bee. Now, you think I've been here over 30 years so our biodiversity is phenomenal it's incredible and our tree um, our bird life is superb as yeah. well. so it, but it all is because we're all we're all in that one chain we're all part of the same system yeah so if you don't muck about you know when I first arrived here can you imagine 35 years ago I was living in my mobile home and I used to go out at night and collect a dustbin of slugs <laughs> now I don't go out. You don't get any. Do you think that's bird life? Or I fr- think it's bird life. I think it is um, my frogs and my toads, and I think it's the whole cross section. So you've created a balance in this nursery, a natural balance, and that's that and right. that's that's keeping yeah. the lid on any of anything getting too and much. And if, if if I do get say white fly in the glass house, which is the only place I really get trouble, what will happen is I'll then introduce predators. Right. Okay. Yeah, to and get the or something like that. Exactly you, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to get the balance back. You see, you don't need to fiddle. Oh, wow. This is where all your saving goes on. And we're going to give you a taste. Now, this is this Sichuan pepper. Yep, this is a Japanese one, is it? No, this is China. the simulans. Okay. This is the seed, okay? You don't eat that bit, so you don't eat the seed. You don't eat the seed, no. No, you eat the outer casing. So is this... Ah, right. So this is the calyx, is it? Is that no, what? No, it's just the outer casing. Just the, the outer casing. Ah, right. What happens is, the, the seed, that one, if you... Wow, yeah. And it opens up. Oh, that's amazing. Wait. What a taste that is. Wait. A bit spicy. <laughs> it's, no, it's not hot. It's... Oh, it's got a very strawberry perfume. It's go- I think they're absolutely gorgeous. Mm. So you'd use that in cooking, wouldn't you? Yeah, you... I use it a lot. Actually, it's quite well. It's yeah, quite perfumey. Dance off limey. Yeah, and now it's gone quite very quite. How are your lips feeling now? They're tingling yet? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> it gets stronger as it yeah. goes on. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite powerful now. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Wow. So, so yeah, so we have our here. This is your uh, your cold room, is yeah. it? Your cold store. Real, really cold. So this there. is the kind of the nerve centre, really, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, and we hand pack all our own seeds. Because Garden Organic, obviously, the Heritage Seed Library have a yeah. similar sort of room. But we, we hand pack it all. So it's all done by hand, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that's quite laborious, I take it. Yeah. Quite, quite a lot of yeah. work. And Hannah made all the packets. Right. She, she them all for A me. big family effort then.
So you've got five raised beds here of thyme alone. So how many varieties are in here then? Uh, I've only got about 60 of my 70-odd. Is that, that all? 70 70 odd. Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> what we've decided, you know you were talking about shopping with your eyes. Yes. Everyone buys herbs in small pots. Yeah. Then they plant them and then they're disappointed. Yes. They keel over. So I'm now going into two litres across the nursery. And so that means that people can buy a plant and crop it and plant it and it will not die. Right. Because a lot of them you buy in the supermarkets and stuff are, are propped very quickly, hydroponically, banged out into the supermarket. So they're just going to perish straight away. The ones in the supermarket inside are grown hydroponically. The ones outside are from Italy. Right. How they do it, they strike six cuttings into a pot. Yes. Trim right. it. So, so it looks like, like one, one. one pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it kills over when you get home. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so these are at least three, if not four years old, depending on the variety. They've all been out all winter. Well, it was technically, those herbs would be quite easy to grow if you have got to get them right at the start, I suppose. And if you get them... If you... I think, you see, the thing is that if they're grown soft which is what the... What the I mean, Italian herbs are grown. Well, they're soft, but, I mean, the English herbs in the supermarkets are grown as a crop. They're yeah. not grown as a pot herb. Yep. So here you've got the whole story because you've got... You've seen the cuttings in there. Yep. The cuttings come into eight centimetre. Yep. The eight centimetre goes into one litre. The one litre goes into two litres. Right, so that's your process, yeah. yeah. And there are new pots, our new horrible beige pot. I hate them. <laughs> I think they look naff. I mean, what's so sad is, what's so sad is, these green pots here that are my liner pots, right. I have been using and reusing those for over 20 years. And the reason I know they're 20 years is the rep that I bought my brown pots off I know you. He said, I sold you. <laughs> These pots 20 years ago. <laughs> I said, I'm still using them. He said, you can't be. And I said, I can. Plastic in the right way, used and reused, is better than anything. That has outlasted all my terracottas. It has outlasted everything I've ever had. And when it chips up or it breaks or fractures uh, because it's been used so often, we will then recycle it. What we do here is we will take that to, there's a horticultural and agricultural recycling depot for horticulture and agricultural plastics in Westbury. Right. And we fill up our lorry and we drive it over. So the point is, is plastic doesn't have to be single-use, does it? No. If we, if we think so about these, it. So these beige numbers, this is a UK-made um, pot made in Birmingham uh, out of all our UK-recycled plastic. Wow. So that's the end of this lot of the story then, the whole so loop. That when the that. customer buys those, they will then be able to put those out with the dustbin. I mean, I can't, it just, everything looks so healthy, doesn't it? It's, it's, well, um, people say that we're very tidy, we are, because if you're organic... You need hygiene, it's very important. I, uh, hygiene yeah, is yeah. more important for yeah. an organic nursery than any other nursery. Yeah. Because if you get bittercress, which a lot of nurseries have in their pots... Bittercress is renowned in its root system for spreading disease. Right. You learn the hard way being a yeah, nurse, yeah. I assure you, and there will be so no bittercress. Well, yeah, yeah, I assure so you. bittercress, I always yeah. remember it's the exploding seed exactly. pod, isn't it? And yeah, I, yeah, you, yeah, get, you yeah. get it in the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember over. Edinburgh Botanics used to get with tweezers in the rockery, and you'd, yeah. you'd touch one, and it'd go, and you go, oh, that's me back here next week, yeah, didn't exactly. it? But you've, got, you've eradicated it completely because it, it no, is a vector. Not, it's a vector for... It is a vector. It's a vector, yeah. I mean, I'm always on the prowl. So I always teach kids, when I teach them about gardening, I always think DDD, dead disease and dying, cut it out, get yeah. rid of it. Well, I always think it's 90% observation this game in many ways, isn't it? It is, yeah. 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 And, and spotting the mistake. So these are my um, rosemaries, all my different rosemaries It's incredible. Here. And uh, this one on the end, which is in full flower. How many rosemaries again? 
Mm, I think about 40. 40 roses. <laughs> Most people would think there's only one kind of rosemary, you know that, wouldn't they? Now, look at this beauty. That's just a stunning plant. Very prostrate, upright. This is um, called arching, this form. Right, OK. We, we, have, we, have, we have two forms. We have upright. Yes. We have prostrate. Yes. And we have ones which like this. Arch, go, yeah, arch. that is a beautiful shrub. Okay. And this is Jekka's Blue. Jekka's Blue. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That is a stunning plant, that really is. And that's flowering in the depths of winter too. And it has done all winter. Right. The other thing which we've been experimenting with and we've done had huge success is pruning. Right. People don't realise how hard... You, you can hit prune. a rosemary quite hard, can't you? As long as you stay within the green. This right. one looks like he almost probably won't make it. Um, because I'm on display, you right. know, I like to be able to have the story to tell people. So, so yeah, because that gives you an example. So you wouldn't hit it down, you wouldn't stall it. No. You wouldn't stall it, you, but you can you reduce can, the crown. You can reduce the crown like mad, like that. Yes. And that'll look fantastic this year. Right, right. Then we've got the oregano. <laughs> yeah. Right, and when is it oregano and when is it marjoram? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's all oregano. Marjoram's just a type of oregano. Exactly it? Yeah, that. yeah. This is really exciting. This... This is so exciting. This is from Italy. Oh, that's got a lovely, lovely scent to it, that. That is, oh. that is a soft-leafed, very rare, perennial form of the sweet marjoram. And this, this is all my mint bed. You see, normally we sink the pots yeah. in the ground, but the, these are all the holes. So you're sinking them to stop them getting out and... To, yeah, because uh, the... as soon as the roots touch, they land up tasting the same. Really? Ah, That's right. why you must never, ever... Mix your mints. Mix your mints, yeah. <laughs> really, no. So if the roots touch, you end up with a, 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 a monoculture of taste, basically. Yeah. Don't mix your mints. That's got to be one of the mottos of the day. Look at that. We sterilise our mints every year. Okay. okay got it. Can you enlarge on that? Right. So what happens is I, I unpot all, we unpot all the mint. We wash all the compost off the root. We then put them into a bain-marie hot, uh, hot bath, a souvet. Okay. Okay, at 44 degrees for 10 minutes. And that kills the rust. Right. So all our stock, when it comes from us... Is rust-free. Is, is rust-free. And that's an yeah. organic method, I take it, it isn't is it? Completely, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's stopping any rust getting into yeah. the collection. So... All my collection is clean. Wow, that's a new one on me after all these years in horticulture. Bathing mint. See the ginkgo there? Yeah. Alistair and I and Hannah, we grew that from seed when they were tiny. Wow. So that's that's a good 30 years. And then you use your outdoor myrtles here. Yeah. Right, so, did you know? <laughs> I think I'm going to find out. <laughs> so this side, this bed here, this is Myrtus communis. Okay. These, when I started, were Myrtus luma. Right. They're now Luma Chequin or Luma something, members of the Myrtle family. Right. Will you get off now? Here. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Sit. For the, ben for the benefit of the recording, Jekka is not shouting at me. <laughs> that was Tansy, getting Tansy, on the new bed. Yeah. So, OK, so what's so exciting about this? There's, this is Luma Chequin. And uh, someone said to me, oh, it's so difficult to grow in the UK. Have a look at it there. So it's huge there. I know. Isn't that amazing? That is incredible. And that's in clay. And that's in a heavy soil. Because you in work, heavy where, where soil. would you some myrtles? You'd kind of, you'd kind South of, America. Yeah, and you kind of were they boggy plants? Or no, they growing in sort of boggy rocky, conditions? Rocky plants. Rocky plants. So they're actually arid plants. Yeah. And that's growing in heavy clay. Yeah. In a wet Somerset yeah. climate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. So please, I got told I I didn't know what I was talking about by a very eminent person. I said, well, you should come and look. Come and have a look at the Jekka's farm. Yeah. yeah. I've got another hedge of it down there, which is right. even wetter. <laughs> so you'd be interested in that because that looking at that there, that the big myrtle. I mean, someone could plant that in a, in a, in a garden, couldn't they? As a hedge or... Well, I'll, go to, I'll show you my hedge in a minute. And so these are all lumas, which right. often people call myrtles. Yeah. 
But they've actually okay. been reclassified, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, and this, that's isn't beautiful. This, that's this, this is 30 years old. Is it? Yeah, this is uh, um, Czech Quinanum. Czech one. It's a very small, almost micro-beefed um, linum, isn't amazing. it? And this is the one which I think is one of the most beautiful. Oh, that's stunning. This is the one with the cinnamon bark. Wow. This is Luma Apiculata. So, so what, what, where was that native to, Jack? Chile. It's from Chile, is it? Chilean myrtle. Yeah, look at and that. And it sets a fruit that you can make the That's best jam stunning, you've ever, ever That had. is a stunning plant. It's just... Well, I mean, I can't understand why some... I mean, it's obviously fairly hardy. Totally hardy. So why aren't people growing it in gardens? I mean, look at the combo. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand why that... I mean, I'm a big lover of shrubs anyway, but you sometimes think there's a, such a lack of variety out there, isn't there? Yeah. You usually yeah. get, you know, you get your Cianothus and your, your usual this, stuff. Just smell this. This one is Amamertus, this one. It smells like China tea, and it'll be in flower. It's from the first of flower. It is the most Really? Beautiful. So in springtime, you would get that? Yeah. It's another Chilean lumen. Wow. I mean, they are just, they're just so they're, beautiful. I can't wait to go to Chile. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, it's one of mine as well. And, oh, perhaps we should go. Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is Agni. Okay, this one sets a fruit that it tastes of strawberries. Right. Like in autumn, spicy strawberries. Yep. My golden retriever. I've always had golden retrievers. Okay. Okay. They know when it's come into fruit. Really? They can sense it, can they? Yeah, and they'll be there with their soft mouths taking all <laughs> the fruit <laughs> They'll off. steal it all. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm having to get in first, but it is, it is a fantastic It's a beautiful looking plant. plant as well. Really, really good. Really good news. But in New Zealand, they've collared this and they're going to call it New Zealand berry. And there's a farmer in Essex. He wants me to grow in thousands so you can farm it. Right, so it has no trouble with our with the climate or anything here. So again, it's strange how these things haven't caught on almost, then, isn't it? So really, I've, I've, people want to find out more about Jekka's Farm, obviously the yeah. history of everything. Have you got a website or anything? Yeah, and where Alice has rebranded me. Yeah. I'm no longer Jekka's Herb Farm. Okay. We're now called Jekka's. Jekka's, yeah. So it's yeah. easy, it's www.jekka's.com. Brilliant. And obviously you've got all this a massive array of books you've written that people yeah. can tap into as yeah, well. Yeah, they're all on online as well. So I know also, I'm quite interested because I've met your lovely family, I've met your, yeah. your husband and obviously Alistair, your son. Yeah. Hannah's, I think Hannah's involved. Yes, she is. So it's a big fam, family, family business, isn't it? It Wait, is. Tell me a bit how that works. I mean, Alistair, his role here is really running it and taking it forward. So he's involved in, I was chatting to him earlier about a website and yeah. all the modern techniques that all, we need to all have. The, yeah. All the modern te- Now, Hannah is an artist. She's an illustrator. So when I got approached to write a cookbook, I said... I'd love my daughter to illustrate it. They said, oh, not possible. What happened in, in the interim was the designer had seen Hannah's work, didn't know she was my daughter, and booked her to illustrate my book. Without even knowing that yeah. you were... <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. Isn't that fantastic? That is superb. So that must be... You must feel really proud that you've got this family unit doing I'm this. hugely proud, yeah, and I'm hugely grateful, though, to Matt. I mean, can you imagine? He went from being a satellite engineer. <laughs> and without him working for those first 15 years of the nursery, we would have never survived. So he was real backup support for all that oh, effort yeah. and, you put And into... also, I don't do money. I'm royal. <laughs> As I get older, all I really want to do is muck about with my plants. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't think of a more inspirational person to speak to. I really couldn't. It's been a real pleasure, Jekyll. Well, Thank you great. very much. for joining us and as Chris said thanks to Jekka for giving us so much of her time. I really recommend a trip to her herb farm and it's certainly on my list of places to visit post lockdown. Don't forget to subscribe to our organic gardening podcasts. Every month we have a new guest plus helpful tips and advice on how to grow the organic way. Bye for now.